Hi everyone, we hope you had a great Christmas and New Year. Welcome to the Full Pelt Music Podcast coming to you now in 2022. We'll be talking in a moment with Stephen from Blood Red Shoes about their new album, Ghosts on Tape. But before then, just a couple of the usual reminders for myself. Please do follow us on social media, on Facebook at Full Pelt and on Twitter and Instagram at Full Pelt Music. And of course, if you are watching the video edition of this podcast, please hit that subscribe button. Please give us a like to stay up to date with the latest from Full Pelt Music, including the return of the Discover New Music podcast coming to you very, very soon. Today we're joined by Stephen Antle uh, from Blood Red Shoes. Um, thank you very much, Stephen, for joining us. Um, I know it's a very busy day for you today. Uh, we're talking on Thursday and your album comes out at uh, midnight tonight. Um, That's right. Stephen, you must be very excited, but how are you today? Uh, I'm really good. And you're right, I am excited. Um, this record, you know, has been slowed down by, for obvious reasons, yes. shall we say. Um, so to have it finally coming out, is uh pretty satisfying yeah it must be so the, the record is ghosts on tape um and we'll talk a little bit about the delays in the recording process uh in a moment because i know that it's been somewhat delayed but um you know what should fans expect from this album um if they're listening to it and they're not perhaps familiar with blood red shoes or they are um because it's slightly different to some of your past material yeah i mean if you are familiar with blood red shoes the chances are you're familiar with some older stuff um that's uh, you know the most popular on spotify but is very very different to this record which is quite uh what would i call it i mean to me i actually think this record's kind of a goth record yeah it's kind of a secretly goth record like the lyrical themes are very kind of dark uh there's a lot of talk about murder there's a lot of talk about ghosts there's a lot of imagery that's quite bleak and ominous um, musically it's a lot darker and sort of heavier and kind of 80s sounding compared yeah. to where we started out so if you're new to us that's what it's like uh, and if you're not new to us you might be surprised how different it is to what we started out like yeah definitely I've been familiar with the band since um, it's getting boring by the sea which I guess would be one of the popular ones on Spotify um, exactly. so, you know um, been aware of you guys for a while and yes yeah, it is a very dark record both you know uh lyrically but musically as well um uh we will have the review going live on our website uh very mm. shortly and it's a very positive one we've really really enjoyed the album um thank you very you, much you, you talked about the excitement of finally getting it out so i believe it was recorded in march of 2022 um so uh, could you just 2020 oh, sorry yes yes march of 2020 cool if we recorded yeah. it in the future though <laughs> that would be pretty cool definitely um but i mean it, it is almost two years now since you uh Actually yeah so talk to us about that delay and how that's felt for you um i mean it's a weird one the only thing i will say is that has been sort of mediated by the fact that we've made quite a few albums and we've had albums delayed in the past um and we were at one point we've been on quite a few different record labels over time and one point we were on a major label and even when everything was working you know in inverted commas properly it, they still took eight months to put out a record from us finishing it so at least we have some experience in making something and having to wait for it to come out this time it's been obviously quite different but what we learned from the past was the way to do it is as soon as covid hit we knew everything was going to go batshit crazy yeah. so what we did was kind of hide the record yeah like bury it and our thing was don't listen to it 
because if we listen to it we'll overanalyze it we'll find all these flaws we'll want to yeah, remake yeah. it or we we'll want to take songs off it or we'll just get bored of it and like not want to release it at all so we did this kind of mind trick to ourselves where we said okay the world's going nuts we can't put this out yet because we can't go on tour so just we gotta like pretend like it doesn't exist so yeah. for quite a while we were pretending it didn't exist and it sort of worked but then there was a bit of a lifespan to that and then we kind of hit a point where we were like okay this is too long now we need to like do something yeah um so actually what happened was we got really restless we wrote and recorded an ep um, and put that out so we've now ended up in this strange situation where six months ago we released an ep which is newer than the thing we're releasing right now um because <laughs> nothing makes sense in the <laughs> covid era no, exactly time and space has gone very uh wavy so for, yeah for a time it worked and it it what you know what it actually wasn't too bad sitting on the record and waiting because i mean firstly we didn't have a choice but also no. everybody else was doing it too yeah. I think it would have been worse if we'd have seen everybody else releasing albums and going on tour and doing stuff. We would have been like, why the fuck aren't we doing that? But they weren't. So I don't feel like it was too hard to deal with this time, at least. Yeah. Uh, you know, for me, I, I think the delay has worked well in a quite unique way, because obviously the, the theme around the album is of being an outsider or, or an outcast. Um, yeah. And obviously over the last two years, a lot of us have, kind of been cut off from our social aspects of our lives so perhaps we can actually relate more to the album now than we would have two years ago um whether that's no, a good thing or not given this based on you know serial killers in the, uh, in the <laughs> question <laughs> yeah we can all relate to serial killers we just don't yeah. like to um you know what that's an interesting thought nobody said that to me and i hadn't thought it until you said that um that does make a lot of sense actually because yeah, the record does have a lot of themes about being yeah yeah sort of. I think we as a band have always felt very outside of a lot of things that are going on musically and sort of culturally, and we've always been treated pretty pretty weirdly by the entire music yeah. industry media generally. I feel like people have never really understood us or or bothered to try, and yeah. they've always thought like, "What are you? We don't care." Um, and a lot of that has gone into this record along with our sort of addiction to true crime, serial killer podcast <laughs> shows, which again are about outsiders. They're about extremities. They're about people that don't fit in the norms, you know, and in a really harmful way in their case. But yeah, I hadn't really thought about the fact that that would actually make more sense after the last two years. Uh, you're probably right, actually. So maybe, maybe it was meant to be, I don't know. <laughs> Precisely. Every, everything happens for a reason. Um, like you say, and you know, it is interesting to hear you, uh, you know, talk about how um, the music industry have perhaps treated you in the past, because you are quite a difficult band to, to pigeonhole. You can't really put a label on you, and everyone obviously just wants to put a label on everything these days. Um, so you yeah, know, with this album being a bit of a step sideways to an extent, you know, does it like satisfy your uh, you know creative needs? You know, um, to do that. Yeah, I think whenever we, all of the records we've made have satisfied whatever creative yeah. urges we had at the time. We're very, um, we're quite an impulsive type of band. We never really have a plan or 
have um you know we never really have like a concept or um go into an album with um i guess we don't really have like a vision in advance yeah we don't have a decision we don't have so all of our creativity is very instinctive it's very based on how the two of us feel at the time we're making it and if we both really think the thing we're making is cool that's it that's as far as it goes so really all of our records in that sense like scratch the itch creatively and they always come out kind of they're always an expression of the thing we want to do at that time usually about two months after we've made it we want to do something else but they're always very genuine from that so it feels a lot this record feels a lot like the others in that respect and that every time we feel like we're doing a thing that's an evolution of where it was before in whatever direction we felt like at the time you know yeah definitely um so the the first track that um graced us from ghost on tape was morbid um fascination uh what about that song made you pick that as the uh you know the first point for the album that was really easy for us it was um so yeah what like i said when we write for a record we get together um it's like a process of uh trying to uncover what the album is like yeah my experience of creativity is very much like you're trying to it's like you're turning a radio dial trying to find the frequency right i feel like i'm searching i don't feel like i'm deciding i don't feel like i'm in charge or that i often don't feel like i uh I'm even making it, I feel like I'm discovering it. So for us, it's this process of trying things out, trying different instruments, trying different feels, kicking stuff around, bringing different ideas of songs and melodies and just being quite free about it until something just clicks. And that's when you've turned the dial and you just feel like it's clear to you what you're doing. And after the first couple of albums we made, that's all really all of our albums have had that. We found one song in the writing process that seems to fall into place and tell us what the album is. And on this album, it was Morbid Fascination. Yeah. It just clicked into place. And then we were like, ah, this is what we're making. This is what the album is. It's this kind of eighties sort of Gothic twist on the blood red shoes thing. We had a real thing that we were enjoying sort of not doing choruses in a typical way. We have this tendency to write choruses that are real, like they work great at music festivals, actually. They're like yeah. really simplistic and everyone can sing along like easily and we had this real thing in this record that we were kind of trying to lay off that and pull back and let and not and kind of play it cooler in the chorus and not try so hard like a big shout moment and we found that and we found out we can just use guitar and synth melodies as a chorus hook instead of shouting and everything about it just felt really right so when we came to release the record to the world it was the obvious one to put out first because it felt to us like it encapsulated everything else in the record really that's really interesting yeah um good to get an insight into you know the uh, process for you guys there um and you mentioned about trying new things and obviously as we've discussed over the evolution of your career over the six albums now that are going to come out you've continued to yeah. try new things and to evolve and actually tonight as we're talking uh you're going to be trying something slightly new so live streams became quite popular during the last two years with everyone stuck at home um yours is going to be slightly different tonight. i think you're building it more of a as, a as a tv show so where did the inspiration for that come from um that again is because as musicians you're always hungry like you always do a thing and then the minute you've done the thing that you're doing you're like 
how do we do more? Mm. Like, you know, there's like this kind of constant hunger you have as a, as a creative person. And that's like, you might make a record and then you want to do more for us. We did a live stream in lockdown yeah. and we were like, yeah, that's cool. But how can we do more? How can we do more than just a lot? Like anyone can do a live stream. That's a, become a completely normal thing. What can we yeah. do that's more with it? And when we did, we'd never done live streams before. And when we did them, we realized you could, there was a lot of potential with that format. And also just from watching other people, you know, streamers on Twitch and things like that, you realize you can cut between live performance. You can cut into pre-recorded segments. You can have more interactive elements of the audience. So we realized we could kind of make a TV show and it could be us live, but then you can cut to other artists. We can cut, we're actually going to premiere. We only decided a few hours ago this, but we're going to premiere a new video tonight. Um, and we're going to have bits of performances from other people. Uh, we're going to have this like, miniature documentary about one of the artists on Jazz Life, plus us playing live set. So it's you can do all these other things with it. It's a complete experiment. It might yeah. suck. <laughs> but we want to try and do more than the typical thing yeah. and see where it goes. And we're always big fans of making it not just about us. You know, we take we spend yeah. a lot of time, for example, when we go on tour, picking support bands we really like to take on tour. That stuff matters to us. So when we have the option of doing a live stream and incorporating other music that we like and other artists, um, we'll always take that opportunity because we really like, you know, not just being the only thing in the room. Yeah. <laughs> we like sharing with other people. We like encouraging having other people come be part of things. Well, that is a, uh, yeah, fantastic attitude to have and kind of leads me into my next question because sadly you've just had to cancel your tour um that you had yeah. coming up but obviously yeah you must be pretty <clears> devastated <throat> about obviously you are going to be performing some uh more intimate in-store shows um, right. but yeah firstly yeah how important is it to you as an artist to be able to take your music out to the people it's essential yeah um when we started the band we didn't even think about recording, releasing albums. We just played, we wanted to play, you know, that's yeah. for me, that's where it starts. And then we've got over time, we've got more into the art of making records. Um, but it's very weird to now be releasing a record and not taking it to people. For me, it's like, that's how you make the record real. Yeah is you take the stuff you've recorded and the songs that are recorded, and that's a static thing. And, you know, once you've made it, it's that one way, it doesn't change, but you can go out every night and they're alive and the songs are different and they're different based on how people interact and how the crowd responds and the moods that you're in that night and the place, you know, and all those things, it's really, it feels very physical and it feels yeah. very real. And it's the only place where you get like a real time, real reaction from real people. Cause you release an album, you know, you get reviews or you get, you get sent clipping or you get a thing, but it's all very detached. It's not the same thing as when you launch into a song and you watch a crowd all at once, jump up and down in time, or that's so there's something very real and like sort of life affirming about it. Yeah. That's going to be really weird for me releasing this album. And then having to wait, I don't know when we can tour. Mm. We're told it should be summer. We don't know yet. No. So to not have that, it's like, 
Yeah, it feels really strange. It's like the album's coming out, but it's just floating away in the air because yeah. I can't make it real. So it's, it is tough. Playing live is part of, I think, like our sense of identity uh, and a huge part of how music feels. Yeah, like it really exists. It's almost yeah. like to me now, I'm like, is this album real or is it just like a dream? Is this, am I dreaming? Because I can't sort of check it, you know, yeah. against real life it's tough yeah it, it is it's, yeah the perfect storm that we've had of uh, obviously covid and everything that that is caused but you know brexit as well makes it harder to you know for us to tour across europe you know so it, it is, that doesn't help yeah yeah tough tough time for, for live music obviously fans want to be at these shows and bands you know as you demonstrate desperately want to play them you know um looking at summer you know looking at last year hopefully summer could well happen for us have you got much lined up festival wise for the summer uh we have got some we've got a few festivals in different places around the world i forget where they all are i'm a bit hazy on it because we have yeah. some stuff even that's rescheduled from 2020 that's been yeah. moved <laughs> twice so i've sort of lost track a little bit but we do have a load of festivals which i'm told should be going ahead um, fingers crossed yeah, it's it's yeah. hard to know. Like I can't take anything at face value anymore. I mean, yeah. I mean, nuts can can we? No, uh, but I'm hopeful. No. I'm very hopeful. It's the only way to be is to be hopeful. I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. Hopefully, we'll all be in a field or in a little uh, tiny room or big room. Uh, I would love to be in a field that. playing very very yeah. loud as soon as possible. That sounds yeah. like yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so we touched on jazz life. Uh, a little while ago which is your own mm. record label that you and your partner brother choose that uh, laura mary carter have put together um so obviously as a band you're relatively self-sufficient now um and obviously ghost on tape uh is coming out um through jazz life records i believe yeah how important has it become to you to um to have that independence you know and what's the difference for you between that and back when you were on the major labels it's for us it's really important i think um to have our independence because I've talked about this a lot recently because it's something that's come into focus more the older we've got as a band and that's that we really are very outside we we have this tendency and it's not on purpose it's just who we are as people we have a tendency to yeah. do things in an odd way we have a tendency to piss off people because we don't do things in the sort of accepted way that you're supposed to do things yeah. and we really don't have any time for people in the music industry, like wasting our fucking time because yeah. we care deeply about what we do. It matters more than anything in the world. So when we have people around us, like at a record company who want to take 80% of our income mm. and then do no fucking work and not reply to emails for weeks at a time, we won't stand for it. So we are quite bullish in that respect and we're quite protective yeah. of what we make. It's not even so much about protecting ourselves. It's more like protecting the music we've made. And by being on our own label, we have a lot more control, a lot more protection. We don't, it's a lot more work for us to do. Of course. What it means is we're not relying on people in the music industry who've never given a shit about our band. No. We're not sort of naively hoping this time, maybe they'll give a shit. We just don't even use them. We just completely bypass them. No. It's actually increasingly easy to do that in the modern world thanks to the internet yeah yeah so for us it's become a really important part of what we are and how we operate it, it is a lot more stress and more work 
but it removes a load of dead wood from the chain and, and it's removed people taking your money. Yeah. It's enabled us to do more things with other artists too, because we release a lot of other things as well as you our do. own. Um, which is just really fun. You know, you feel yeah. like you're participating and you're actually offering something to the world as well as yourself. Um, and we really enjoy that. I feel like, you know, as an artist, you grow up and at some point something inspires you so much musically that you're like, this is yeah. what I have to do with my life. You know, something has blown your mind as a young kid and you're like, I have to go and be in a band. And for me, it's like anything you can do to return that, you know, yeah. anything you can do to pass that on to the next people by, it might be your band, but it might not be, it might be some other band we put out on Jazz Life. Maybe they're going to blow some eight year old's mind. Yeah. You know, like I had with Bruce Springsteen that made me want to be in a band. But anything you can put back to try and keep that sort of momentum, I think is really valuable. And for me, it's it's a very satisfying thing to put out someone yeah. else's music and, you know, and actually do a good job for them. Because yeah. a lot of people never did a good job for my band. So you can put some things right, you know. Yeah, no, it is, yeah, refreshing, uh, incredible attitude to, to hear from you. Um, yeah, I was really impressed a little while ago when you mentioned about you know, the care that you take in picking your support bands. Because as a fan, you can notice that, you know. Um, it, it, it matters to us, you know. I want to see a band that I love. If we're going on tour, yeah. I want to see a band that I think is fucking amazing every night because we watch them, yeah. you know. Yeah. I don't want <laughs> I don't want some business person to decide take this band it's good for tickets or it's good for publicity whatever i want a band that i think is going to be fucking awesome every night and i want our yeah. fans to come to a show and from the minute they walk in the door have an amazing time yeah like that stuff yeah we 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 care about that and that's one of the ironically one of the things the music industry gets annoyed about because yeah. they'll be like yeah. oh, you put this band because for example um the same booking agent has a band so they want to put one of their yeah. own artists on the same tour and we'll be like no I, we don't want that band and they'll be like well you're being very difficult about this <laughs> like no i'm fucking not yeah I'm trying to make this whole thing really good and you're just ticking a box in like your exactly. work like that's the stuff that we get told we're difficult about it's, it's wild it is. It is a crazy industry. Um, jazz, jazz life has put out some uh, some great music. I've, you know, when I was uh, researching for this interview, I saw uh, a couple of bands that sprung straight out to me: uh, Tiger Cub and Martha yeah. Gun, that I both really, really enjoy. Yeah. Um, my question to you would be: um, Yeah, with oversight of what you've got coming up, what, who are you excited about at the minute? At the minute, who have I been listening to that I really, really like? Um there's actually a brighton band that i really like called cl c-i-e-l um who are really cool they're actually i mean they're based in brighton yeah but the singer's dutch and the guitarist is spanish so they're all from all over the place yeah but they're really cool um also i mean i listen to a lot of music that isn't obviously well isn't from brighton but also yeah a lot of the stuff I listen to is electronic um, or sort of hip-hop inspired. And yeah. I, was listening, I found this artist the other day. Hang on. Let me get the name right. <laughs> um, hang on. Where do I find it on my Spotify? It's this American artist, and it's kind of like hip-hop, soul. Sounds like it's all been made in a bedroom.
Eve Tumor. Okay. See that? I don't know if you can see that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I heard it the other day. I mean, this artist has like millions of plays. So maybe everybody knows and I've only just found them. But um, it's fucking amazing. Yeah. It's completely wild. It's very, it's very like modern because it draws from lots of different elements of music history, but smashes them together like hardcore. And it's really kind of disrespectful, kind of um, very free way where it's like, I don't really care if these genres make sense. Bang, we're doing it. Yeah, I love exactly. That. Yeah, probably too popular to sign to jazz life, but um, <laughs> possibly. But, but no, yeah, my recent discovery that I've been really enjoying, Eve Tuma. Um, so yeah, so, <laughs> um, obviously with the release of the album tonight, um, you're going to be very very busy. You have got the TV show happening tonight. Um, so um, yeah, good luck with all of that. Thank you very much for um, giving me your time. Um, thanks really, for having really me on the podcast. That. Is is there anything else that you'd like uh, to say to the people listening to the podcast? um what would i like to say to people listening to the podcast no joe well i know i don't have any grand thoughts <laughs> about the world i just a musician who puts everything i have into making the music so the only yeah. thing i want people to do is just listen to it yeah me talking about it it's just a load of bullshit really <laughs> all the important stuff is on the actual record yeah definitely and i say uh we've heard it it is fantastic um well Thanks. done um you know and hopefully we'll be able to see you out on the road at some point soon when we can do that yes um but yeah no, thank you very much for your time um for joining us on the podcast thanks for having me well there it is the first podcast from full pop music is in the bag we will have another edition of the full pop music podcast coming soon and the return of the discover new music podcast coming very soon we hope you enjoyed our chat today with Stephen from blood red shoes please do remember to check them out on social media and to check out their new album ghosts on tape speaking of social media just the usual reminder for me to please follow us on social media at full pelt on facebook at full pelt music on twitter and instagram and if you are watching the youtube edition of the podcast then please do subscribe please do like um, it really helps us out and we will see you again soon for another edition of the full pelt music podcast